I was away on holiday. So I was. I never went anywhere uh, abroad. We never went abroad, right? Because it was a fucking fortune. That's the reason why we didn't go. And then, not how when you come back, like, so we came back for, from our holiday and you're kind of on a high. You're kind of on a, kind of on one of those, everything, everything in the world would be much easier if I didn't actually need to make any commitments to anything else outside fucking holidays. So I go home and I started looking at holidays for next year and looked at abroad ones and then I was quickly reminded why the fuck we didn't go abroad this year. Do you know what I mean? It's not fucking... I don't know how people can afford it, man. Like, I I, I genuinely don't... Plus, I don't have a passport. I was saying to someone the other day that I didn't have a passport and they said I was off my fucking head because I should be travelling. That's what they said. I should be travelling to paint to go out to places where I've never been and painted, which I kind of agree with. There's a weird fucking thing that happens about... I don't know if it's a Scottish thing. I genuinely don't know if it's a Scottish thing. It might very well be. Um, but what happens is, like, if like if I paint a wall... It doesn't matter what I paint. If I paint a wall next door to me, people go, oh, yeah. Whereas if I painted the exact same thing in a different country, people go, oh, wow, he must be fucking something else. And all this is a plane ticket. That's it. This doesn't fucking matter. The postcode doesn't come into it. So for a long time, I was like, well, the place where I live doesn't look particularly great. There's parts of the bit... There's bits to the place where I live that I fucking love, right? And then there's other bits where I'm like, that looks like a bag of shit. So I thought, why the fuck would I go and paint somewhere else and try and make that look better? Surely the whole idea would be make where you live look fucking better rather than worrying about what Berlin looks like. Berlin will look after fucking Berlin. <laughs> do, you know what, do you know what I mean? Berlin does not give a fuck about my postcode. So that's kind of why I've never really done that. Plus, I can't be fucked. That's probably the main, that's probably the main reason. Fucking getting a plane... How they fucking do things like that? Like, it's I just like shoving things in a bag and going. I, 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 fucking putting extra pieces of the puzzle in between just makes me fucking... It just then things just don't happen. Anyway, I went on holiday. Fucking hell. Right, so we went on holiday. We went to... So I went with loads of people. That was part of the reason why we didn't go abroad as well. I went with... So it would have been my good... It's my good lady wife's family, right? So before we start, I don't fucking know what you call that. Do you know what I mean? I don't know what her auntie is to me. I don't know, you don't call it your auntie-in-law, do you know what I mean? It's just your fucking auntie, like the boys, the, the, the younglings call, it's their auntie, right? So I, she's not my auntie, right? <laughs> but she kind of is kind of thing, do you know what I mean? Like, I don't really know, so we went, and it was all my good lady wife's side of the family, all, we all went to this fucking place, right, and... Where were we? I don't even know. People were asking me before I went, when are you going on your holidays? And I'm like, I don't fucking know. I just, I'll get the postcode the morning and I need to drive. That's it. Cumbria. Appleby. That was it. We went to fucking Appleby. That, that's fucking, that's where we went. Appleby. And I, I have a fucking, I don't fucking know anything about these things. But when I turned up, it was like, right. Right. See, see, because there was, when he was there, 17, there was fucking 17 of us, right? And we turned up to this place and the house was like the fucking house at home alone. It was fucking massive, right? It was fucking huge. I felt like I was spending a fortune just looking at the fucking thing, right? It was massive. The it was it honestly, and what I learned from being in a house like that for a week is fuck living in a big house. Fuck living in a big house. When you want someone, like if one of my boys just fucking disappeared, I had to walk a kilometer 
up a set of stairs, round a fucking corner, through a door, right down another fucking thing to go to your room and go, is he in here? No, fuck. And then go to the next bit. Like that, honest, fuck that. And the other thing was, see the cooker? So the cook, I was cleaning, I cleaned the cooker, right? A couple of times I cleaned the cooker, but it was fucking five things, five burners. Is that what you call it? A five burner cooker. The thing was fucking massive. You could have cremated a body in it. You could have fucking, you know what I mean? You could have get, you could have murdered someone and get rid of the evidence in this fucking cooker. And on it, I don't know how people done it. I genuinely don't know how people live in a big fucking house like that. It would drive me insane. It would drive me to the point of moving. I, I couldn't fucking do it. It was too fucking big. Try to clean stuff was a fucking nightmare. And when I get home, I was like, what a treat it was to clean my normal-sized cooker. I said, this is fucking tremendous. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, it was too fucking big. It was too fucking big. It was not... And it did every every morning felt like the, the, the scene at home alone. To be fair, my house, we were trying to get the boys out in the morning for their, uh, to get, get to go to school. Feels like home alone. Like, every morning feels like home alone. But this, I couldn't, I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. It's too fucking much. It's too... And then you're and kind of thinking... When you're looking at it, you're like, right. And then I was... When I was kind of... There was a fucking pool table, right? And a hot tub and all that. There was points where I was walking through the house and going, this is where the servants would have lived. That's where the... That's where the, the, the fucking people who cleaned the cooker would have stayed in this spit, right? And now there's a pool table in it. And then up the stairs would have been the, the was the lovely big fucking rooms with all the, the 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 moneyed people, the relatively moneyed people, would have stayed, and I, and it kind of I don't know man the whole thing was just kind of I, I it was glaringly obvious that I didn't want to fucking stay there like I wouldn't I couldn't stay in a house as big as that it was fucking ridiculous, the the land round about it like because the, there's a big massive garden like and I could I could live with that I could live with a big garden, but. Fuck that shit. Like, I mean, even for 17 people, it felt like, where the fuck is everybody? Like, do you know what I mean? And then there was a point where I was looking out the window watching everybody unload the cars and I thought, this is the start of every horror film I've ever seen. Like, this is the beginning of every horror film I have ever fucking watched is a bunch of fucking maniacs turn up at a house and it, and, it, and it's like, it's, oh, listen, if it was if there was any house I've ever been in that was haunted, it was definitely that one. It was, it'd been, it, do you know what I mean? It's fucking huge. Anyway, it was good. It was a good, I, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed my holiday. There was a couple of things happened, right? There was three, uh, in my head last night when I was in the shower, which is where I do, not that I plan these things. I don't really plan them. I was like, I, I, I'll probably hit a few fucking mad tangents, but there was three things I was going to speak about, right? Uh, one of them was that, so we were we were going to go to Liverpool. We were going to go to Liverpool and we didn't go to Liverpool. Oh, fuck, I've got the measurement completely wrong in that. That is fucking... Jesus Christ. So I've turned up in the unit for the... That was a drink of coffee. For anyone who's not watching it, that was a sip of coffee you heard there. Me burning my mouth and my eyes rolling back into my head like The Undertaker. Like, the... I... I, I I was cleaning. I haven't been here for a week because I've been on holiday, right? So when I turned up, I was like, there's nothing here. There's no water. There's no kitchen roll. I need to bring supplies in. I was like, there's nothing here to do. Fucking anything. So I just sprayed a cup and, and poured in the boiling water to clean it out and stuff. And I only had a, a, like an anti-back wipe. And while I was making the coffee, I was like, this is this is how, how what a shit way to go. Like, this will be the way you end up dead. Like, he, ate too, he drank too many cups of coffee that were f infected with bleach. 
and an- antibacterial liquids. That's how he goes. Like, and, so I was thinking that, and that obviously when I was thinking that, I wasn't looking at how much coffee I've put in, and that is fucking, that is like yogurt. <laughs> it's so, it's fucking thick, man. But I'm going to need to drink it. I'm going to need to drink it. Uh, I'm, we were going to go to Liverpool. We were going to go to Liverpool, but we never went because it was too far. I, when I was, I was like, I could do two hours. I'll drive two and a half hours to Liverpool. That's fine. Because we were going to do the Magical Mystery Tour. And I was I, that, I was really excited about the Magical Mystery Tour. I can't lie and say that I wasn't really excited about it. And going to see Paul McCartney's house where he grew up and all that sort of shit, right? Uh, and even just being in Liverpool, because cause that's the home of the Beatles. That's, that's the home of the Beatles, is Liverpool. I was like, I really want to go there. So that's what we were going to do. But then when I was when when we kind of spoke about it, I was like, this is going to take fucking ages. Like it's two and a half hours. We should just go a day and make this what we do. Because there was a couple of things we wanted to do. There's a big aquarium there, which is free. And there's a big museum that's free. And then I was looking at the pictures of the skate park and I was like, that skate park's fucking brilliant. It, so there was four things we were going to try and squeeze into a day, and I was going to need to do five hours driving. I was like, do you know what? Let's go somewhere else and do Liverpool, like, by ourselves. Like, just go away, the four of us, and go do Liverpool, and do the Magical Mystery Tour, go to the aquarium, because the younglings are mad about fish, right? Uh, and go and do the museum, and go and do other things, rather than try to cram a whole day, cram everything into one day. So we went to Blackpool, which we've been to before, but the last time I was in Blackpool would have been uh, and there was a couple of, oh, I don't know how deep I'm going to go into this here that 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 a thought just appeared in my head and I don't know if I want to talk about it I, the, I have some traumatic fucking memories of Blackpool right that, that's all I've got to say like there's a there's a couple of fucking memories in in the old database where I'm like oh that was let's not think about that right but the last time we were in Liverpool Liverpool last time we were in Blackpool the boys were unwell, but we didn't know they were unwell until we arrived in Blackpool. And then all of us had caught this mad fucking bug thing. And we were all at half shut knives and fucked. So the last time we were at Blackpool, it was shit because we were, we just felt terrible. It didn't matter what happened. We just all felt shit. So it was it was really, really bad. Uh, but when we went this time, I was like, we booked the Sea Life Centre, the Blackpool Dungeon and the Tower. The big fucking tower, right? And I was like, yeah, this will be good, man. So we drove in, uh, and the first thing I'm looking at is the walls. That's the first fucking thing when I'm driving in. I'm like, ah, there's not, there was no graph, there was no graffiti, and then there was lots of graffiti. That's kind of how it just kind of, it just kind of switched like that. The same way when we were driving into Appleby, I was like, there's no, I can't see any graph. There's nothing, there's no graffiti whatsoever. There's nothing. Um, I seen a couple of spots in the M6 that was like I would like to drive the M6 I think and just hit spots like drive down map the spots and maps drive back hit the spots go to bed <laughs> kind of thing uh, but but so I was looking at the graph there was a couple of things that were that were quite good there was a few people from uh, Glasgow that I'd seen a few names I was like fucking hell uh, now there was a now couple of now tags I was like fucking hell um, so. Anyway, that's my that's what my life is. Even when I was going to Liverpool, I was like, I'm going to take cans of paint. I did take cans of paint with me on holiday because I always take cans of paint everywhere. 
Uh, but I didn't do any. I just done. I just put some stickers and some tags up in Blackpool. I didn't do any any spree, like fucking throw ups or pieces or anything because we were there to do other things with the family. I wasn't on a trip to go and spray paint and vandalise things. So we done the Sea Life Centre. Nothing to report. Nothing to report about the the the, the Sea Life Centre. There was nothing there that I was like. I don't remember anything happening there that was like over the top funny kind of thing. There was not, not fucking, but there was again. There was a team of us. There was like ten of us went in. Uh, but we'd been, we'd done that before. The last time we went to Blackpool, we went to the Sea Life Centre because we're always in the fucking Sea Life Centre. Because we love, I love all that shit. Sharks, sharks got an octopus in my arm. Wrong one. That joke you know fucked me. Up? I pointed at my wrong arm there because I'm looking in a screen. That fucked me up. My octopus is there. <laughs> my octopus is there. I've got an octopus tattoo. I'll tell you why I've got an octopus tattoo, right? And I tell this because young folk always ask me. Why have you got an octopus tattoo? And I'll tell them it's because they are aliens. Oh, there is nothing on planet Earth like aliens. Like aliens, like octopuses, like octopods, octopi, whatever the fuck you call them. There is nothing like them, right? Which means that an asteroid from outer space came down and the biomes and the wee bacteria that was on that started a different evolutionary branch for the octopus. So they're the closest thing we have to aliens on our planet. And that's why I've got an octopus tattoo. Because then when I start to worry about paying my council tax, I go, fuck it, octopuses are aliens. <laughs> the fuck do I know? Like, <laughs> that's the truth. That's why it's there. It's a big fucking thing to remind yourself that you need to pay your council tax. But I mean, it's there. Um, The dungeon. Fuck me. We went to the dungeon, right? I love this shit. I absolutely love that stuff. Me and my good lady wife, before we had kids, went to the Edinburgh Dungeon. And it was fucking tremendous, man. It was tremendous. So, with it going into the dungeon, the first thing they done is they threw us in this dark room. And that was the point where there was a couple of younger younglings there. Who, we didn't, I didn't really think, we see when we were booking it, we are booking it at half 11 at night. I didn't really think about this. Uh, and they kind of... Got a bit of the ambience and we're like, ah, fuck this, I'm not doing this. I'm not going I'm not going on this. So one of the one of the aunties that was there, one of the aunties, auntie slash cousin. Do you know what I mean? Because that's where I am now. You're not just one thing. You're someone's cousin, but you're also someone's auntie. Like back in the day, your auntie was your auntie and that was it. Like now when you get older, they've got fucking different names. Do you know what I mean? So uh, she very kindly said, I'll take them out. Don't, don't worry about it. And we went and to the dungeon now before we went in the dungeon my good lady wife was like i guarantee they try and try me for a witch i got i guarantee you when i go in here someone's going to t- call me a witch and i was like you're probably right i you're probably you're probably accurate in this so it was all about the plague i can't remember if the edinburgh one was all about the plague i don't want to tell you too much about it i don't want to tell you too much about it in case you ever go and then you're like oh fuck that eep you ruined that for me but it was fucking tremendous there was one of the aunt one of the aunties was there right and I, what made it so good was the fact that she was there and she just shouted every time something happened she just ah for fuck's sake like she would just proper go for it there was a point where so someone gets there was they were doing a thing right i'm not going to tell you about the thing they were doing but there was what a, a spraying of water happened and the my, the, the auntie went fucking bush like just fucking ah just erupted because that's water <laughs> Went went in her face. Then listen, there was a I need to tell you this story. There was another guy, there was a guy there who was fuck up we do with us, right? Who I heard them in the dark room. 
See, we were in the dark room waiting for the fucking to, to get taken out of the dungeon, talking about he was how he was afraid of nothing. He was afraid of nothing and he was practicing his uppercuts right in the corner. Practicing his big his big fucking right and left hooks, like see if he was a Scottish guy. See if anybody comes up to me, I'll be like that ah, fucking bang! Fucking whoopoo! Like that's what he was doing, right? And there was a bit where the, a guy was talking and the lights went out. And then when the lights came back on, he, the, the guy that was talking had just appeared in front of this guy that was going to uppercut folk. And I he made a noise. <laughs> he made a noise that was the that was like it was pure fear. It was like pure fear. And I was that's fucking hilarious because I seen you practicing your uppercut ten minutes ago and you've literally just shat yourself. I'm not saying I was like not I was shitting myself. See, every time the, the lights went out, I just shut my eyes. I was like, just fucking and then I'll decide. I'll I'll decide if I open them or not. But what that my auntie was going absolutely fucking bush. I don't know what to say. I don't want to say her name. I don't want to say her name. So aunt auntie was going every time there was a noise, she went absolutely fucking tonto. But we got to a point where we walked into a courtroom, right? And the guy was on top of the thing with the judge's hat. It was a bit like Pink Floyd. It was a bit like that worm, Your Honor. You know what I'm talking about? Um and the first thing he does is he looks at my good lady wife and he says, you, and he pulls her up and puts her on the dock. And she, he said, what what were you doing last night? And my wife just went, I was frolicking naked in the moonlight. <laughs> and then that fucked whatever the guy was going to say next. Because he obviously went, I'm going to try you as a witch. And when she said I was frolicking naked in the moonlight, she he was like, Fuck it, fucking... Uh, and then tried to get back into the you're a witch kind of thing. So, but she knew because she did. She fucking know that she looks like a witch. Do you know what I mean? That's a stereotypical kind of thing. But that's what she's into spells and that. Do you know what I mean? Like I suppose if you seen the two of us walking down the street, you'd be like that. They're into some fucking weird shit. Not weird shit. Not like really weird fucking get you the jail shit. I mean, like just the mad things. Like you would know that guy. Oh, that guy must listen to some of that heavy metal music. Do you know what I mean? Like that kind of thing. See the guy in the New York, New York next top. Like I, I bought this for my hall. Well, I didn't buy it for my holidays. I bought it for, um, for spray painting because it was a heat wave and I was getting cooked and I didn't have any vests. So I thought I'll buy a couple of basketball tops and then the rain fucking came. Right. But I got these off eBay. Right. This, uh, the reason I bought this one is because it's the same one that MF Doom wore. His New York Yankees, his New York Yankees, his New York Knicks basketball top. That's the that's the one that MF Doom wore. So I bought I bought that um, for painting. And I also got a Dennis Rodman one when he played with the Detroit Pistons, uh, and I think they're cool as fuck. They're as fake as the day is long. They are they are a hundred percent. There was a point where I was looking at them on eBay, going, "There's no way these are real in this price. There's no way." And then I thought, "Fuck it, you're gonna get paid on them, man. Who gives a fuck if they're fake?" The fake things a lot of shite anyway. Do you know what I mean? Like I've seen, I've seen fake things come back and from certain from holidays and look at them and go, "That's ah, just as fucking real as the real thing." And like that's all it is. The only difference is the price. That's the only difference is the price. That's fucking as real as real can get. Sort of thing. There's a big thing now with Pokemon cards. We never, I never got fake Pokemon cards, but the younglings have been trading Pokemon cards. And there's a few fake ones flying about and they don't want the fake ones. And I'm like, why does it fucking matter? Like, you're putting them in a binder anyway. Like, it doesn't really fucking matter in the grander scheme of things. But then, I don't know. I don't know if I'd have felt that way about fake... Here I am wearing a fake New York Knicks 
top. I couldn't give a fuck. Do you know what I mean? I could, it looks real. It might be. I don't know. I really don't know. I know that it took... When I sent a message to the people, I was like, oh, this is well, getting drop shipped from China. Like, I just had a feeling. This is well, getting drop shipped from China. But I couldn't give a fuck because it looks good. Anyway, right, so we're in the dungeons. Let me take some more fucking yogurt coffee. Here we go. Oft. Oft. Oh, that's like taking a shot. Know how when you used to take... When I used to take shots, I, when I used to drink, I'd get that... That thing where you took a shot of something and you, you would you would involuntarily make a, a face. Ray Nephew. That was a game we used to play. So see when we went into pubs, particularly a Witherspoons, because I don't really remember anybody else saying selling Ray Nephew. I think that's how you how you pronounce it. I don't know. I was steaming by the time I got a chance to read the bottle. But it's like this mad fucking sailor drink, Ray Nephew, but it's like stupid strong. I think it was like 50 odd percent, 55% or something. But it tastes like paint thinner. Not that I've drank paint thinner, but I've drank enough fucking bleached out coffees to know that know what chemicals taste like. And whenever we went into the pub, the first thing we'd do is that was your first drink. Everybody took a shot, a Ray and nephew, and whoever didn't make a face never bought around. And that was the game we played. But I always fucking made a face. I couldn't stop myself from making that horrible, like one side of your face, like one side of your lips try to touch the, the, the your earlobe kind of thing, that face, like a fucking, like an Elvis face, like an Elvis face, or like a dog with its head out the window when you're going 70 mile an hour, that's the face I would make, my my, my lips j jangling all over the place, fucking hell, right, so we're in the dungeon, and the, the he, my wife, my good lady wife is like, ah, I'm a witch, so she got tried for a witch, and then he looked at me, because she kept looking at me, she does that quite a lot, I remember being at a wedding one time, right, <laughs> I remember being in a wedding, at a wedding one time and my good lady wife was there and I can't remember what was said. I can't remember what was said, right? But she was in front of everybody and I was sitting in the crowd. I was sitting in the crowd and something was said and my good lady wife picked me out of the crowd and looked at me and made a face because she didn't agree with what had been said. But because she'd looked at me, every other fucker in the room turned around to me to see who she was looking at. And I was like, it's fuck up we do. I had nothing to do. So that's kind of what happened in the dungeon. But she was just looking at me like, I fucking told you. I told you. I told you they were going to they were going to try me as a witch. So the the judge, Worm, Worm, your honour, had, had noticed me and had went, you'd think if you were magic, you would have conjured up something better looking than that. It's that prick. <laughs> Yeah, fucking asshole. So, aye, that's that's what happened. What else happened in the dungeon? That was about it. The, the fucking shat themselves. People shat themselves. It was good. I really liked that. I, I really, I love all that stuff. Like, horrible histories. I love all that stuff. When history comes alive. I hate history when you're just some guy with grey hair and glasses who's reading out a book. But see when someone's actually telling you the shit. Like, the fucking dark stuff. I like that. Is it the macabre? macabre? The dark stuff, that kind of thing. I love all that shit. Anyway, Blackpool was a great success. That was that's that's all I've got to. <laughs> I think that's all I've got to say about Black. It was a great success. I don't know if I'll if, if I'm going to go back. I don't think there was anything there that was like like I couldn't be fucked with the Pleasure Beach. I couldn't be fucked with queues. I couldn't be fucked with standing in queues for for any length of time. But the next thing's Liverpool. Anyway, holy Jesus, right. Where do I go now? I've got two stories to tell. I've got two stories to tell. What one do I say first? Right, so the youngest of all the younglings, I'll just tell this one. The youngest of all the younglings is, I want to say five. I want to say five. I never asked her her age, to be fair. 
but she's hilarious. She's absolutely hilarious, right? So we were out the first day we were there. We all went a big, massive walk, just kind of exploring and stuff. And she was like, can I go on your shoulders? Because we got to the point where she was like, I can't be asked walking it anymore. I can't be asked walking it anymore. And I'm about four times the height of her. So like one of my steps is like four of her steps. And she was like, I can't be fucked with this anymore. That wasn't her words. <laughs> She's like, but <laughs> can I go on your shoulders? I was like, yep, fiver. That's what I said to her. I goes, fiver. Now I say that to everybody. I say that to every, every, there's, there's some of my younglings' friends, I'll just be walking by and I'll go, you got that fiver yet? Like, I'll just say that to them, you owe me a fiver. And you'll see them racking their brains going, do I owe them a fiver? Do I owe them a fiver? There was one time that um, I said it to someone and they went back to their mum and says, yo, such and such his dad a fiver. I bought, apparently I borrowed a fiver off him and I get pulled up. Like, what the fuck are you talking about? And I was like, I'm just talking shit. But I'd said this to this, to, 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 the, to the youngling, the youngest of the younglings. I was like, you owe me a fiver. I said, if I, if I go on you, if I put you on my shoulders, you owe me a fiver. And she was like, right, fair dues, fair enough. So I picked her up, I put her on my shoulders, took her up the road, didn't think anything of it, right? Later that night, right, it's getting to the end of the night, everybody's starting to wind down and we're going to go to their beds and stuff like that. I'm sorting out, the, I'm sorting out my younglings and there's a knock at the door, right? There's a knock at the door. I open the door and there she's standing there and she hands me a pound. <laughs> she just hands me, she just hands me a pound and she's like that, there you go, that's it, <laughs> there you go, um, that's that money I owe you and I was in hysterics, I was, at, I was doubled up, I was like that's the fucking funniest thing ever man. So I, we, my good lady wife takes the pound downstairs and tells the story, like this is what happened. No one knew where the pound came from. Fuck knows where she got this pound, right? I've just like, it's not my money. My money's on top of her cupboard. Like it's not, I don't know where she got, she might have had it on her person the whole time, but it was like, I'll pay you after. I'll pay you after I've been on your shoulders to see if it's worth the money kind of thing. But that's what she done. She gave me a pound. I was like, this is fucking brilliant. Uh, and I think I gave, I think I gave her it back. I might have kept it. I don't... <laughs> I can't remember. Do you know what I mean? But I was like, that's fucking hilarious. Right, one more thing. One more thing, because there's other stuff I want to talk about, but I don't want to talk about it on this one. There's other shit that's been happening recently that I don't want to talk about here. I thought, just do the fucking holiday thing. Don't go into too much detail about other shit. You've got hundreds of time to talk about it. Because the thing is, like, let me take some coffee. I've been holding this for about 20 minutes. The thing is, like, that's the summer holiday started now, so I don't know how easy it's going to be for me to get down here and do this stuff because you become a, you have a full time job and then you're a full time parent, which you are all the time anyway. But they disappear for six hours a day when they go to school. Um, and now it's not like that. Now it's different. Summers are always hard. Summers are, last summer was an absolute fucking nightmare. I'd booked far too much, and this summer what I've done is I've kept it very minimal. I haven't booked anything in and I've been contracted to do other stuff. So I've kind of went, right, I've just, that's my priority. Just do that. Don't look at anything else. Just be there in the house. Just be there in the house. That was me burping again. Thick coffee, obviously, fucking makes me burp. Makes me burp. Anyway, I'm not going to talk about all that, even though I started to talk about that. We went, at my, I put spray paint in the back of the car, right? And I was like, I'm going to paint something. For the, for the reason that, so whenever I go into 
talk to people or schools or stuff or anything because it's the same thing with that thing about me saying I painted in Berlin if I said I, I got a fucking easy jet and stayed in a hostel and went to Berlin and painted a wall and it gets spray painted over 10 minutes later I'd still technically painted in Berlin and people would go oh he's painted in Berlin he must be fantastic he must be wonderful this guy um, but that's a lot of shite it's, it's made up pish but when I go in to schools and I talk to people I say the highest up in Scotland I am is Invergordon I've got penguins in Invergordon which is a thing I'd done on holiday a wee while ago like maybe three years ago it's on my YouTube channel when I was making the videos and the furthest down I am is Stranra and then I'm everywhere in between basically that's it some legal some not so legal everywhere in between I hadn't made it down to England yet so when I was there I was like right I'm in England I'm getting a fucking thing up and I seen a couple of spots. I seen one in particular. I was like, I would love to come back and do that. Uh, it was an absolute screamer of a spot. I'd need to go and scope it properly, but it's on my radar now. And I'm like, right, next time I'm down here, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that spot. But I was like, do you know what? We'll just go. We'll just. It was one of the days where there wasn't much happening. I was like, right, we'll we'll go to Penrith, and we went to the skate park, right? Uh, and when I turned up in Penrith with the younglings. We're like, we'll skate, kind of thing. And the place was covered in graph, and a lot of it wasn't particularly... It was old. It was old graph. It wasn't like it was done recently. So I scoped a spot, and I was like, I'm fucking painting that. I'm not going to skate. I'm going to paint that. So I just got my cans out the back and just started painting. Now, there was young folk there. There was young people there who used the park, and as soon as I started painting, they all started watching. There was about 20 of them all watching me by the end up. Um, and then there was a council worker standing with his orange jacket on, watching me. And I was like, right, what's going to go, what's going to happen here? And my good lady wife was like, what do you think's going to happen? Because she doesn't come out painting with me. I knew nothing was going to happen. I, I, I knew nothing was going to happen. Fuck's sake, guy paints skate park, fucking front page news. Do you know what I mean? Like, but because my good lady wife doesn't, I don't take her out on trips like this. She was like, so would, would, are you, will something happen? Will they phone? The police, I don't think they will phone the police, even a wee bit. But the guy disappeared and then came back with three other people to stand and watch. Just to stand and watch all these council guys just standing there watching me fucking write my name in a skate park. Then it turns out the school's just up the corner. I didn't realise that the school was there. So when we, I was painting, it was home time. So all the buses, all the school buses start appearing, right? And uh, and they're, and then all the young folk are coming out. I think the ones that were in the skate park were the ones that were dogging it. To be fair, which if you're going to fucking dog it, if you're if you're going to skip school, right? Fucking skate park round the corner for the school, right next to the school. Fucking hell! Like I used to have to go much much further to avoid detection. The plus the, if the plus like if I if there was young folk in a skate park and school was on, someone would have phoned the cops. Someone would have said, "Does Trenters." There's truanters at the skate park. They would have they would have done that. So when I was painting my name, right, the young folk were talking to me, uh, asking me how I get into it, all that sort of stuff. I, I, and I just talked to them. I didn't turn up to do a youth intervention. I turned up to fucking write my name in a skate park. And then next thing I get, one of the guys just appears back with two cans of spray paint and just starts, he, he starts spray painting the fucking stuff. And I was like, where did you get them? He goes to the hardware shop around the corner. And the guy must have been fucking 14. And I was like, what? And they just sold you spray paint? He's like, yep. Like, what the fuck? What the fuck? Like, I couldn't... 
they just sold you. That, that's probably how little it's a problem down there. Where they go, oh, you want spray paint, son? You must be spray painting your bike. There you go. So he turned up with two cans of car paint and just started kind of trying to write his name on shit. And I was like, fucking hell. So I get talking to them and I'm, and then my younglings were all there. So there was four younglings in, in, in total. Two were mine and two weren't. Two were their cousins, right? So I'm like that to my younglings. Hey, you go, there's a couple of cans, there's a couple of cans, go write your name. Tell me where you're writing it, go write your names. Because they've all got names, right? Um, and they, and everybody put up the the thing. And then the youngest youngling, I helped them draw a ladybird thing and put the, the first initial up. And I took photographs of everything and I was like, this is a fucking... Like, this is a proper day out. <laughs> this is like, I've took all, took all the younglings and they've all painted their name in, in Penrith Skate Park. I was like, fucking cool. This is a cool fucking thing. So... When I get talking to the guy, he was like, could you paint the whole park? I was like, no, you should paint the whole park. And he was kind of looking at me and I was like, "That this is this is your skate park long as that's been here. I think it had been there longer than that. I, I, he said it had been there 12 years, but I was like, I think it's been here longer than this. This looks like a, it was really, really big and it wasn't the same sort of concrete that they use now in modern parks, but it's more polished. It had that rough kind of texture to it and everything was massive. The flat banks were fucking huge, right? Um, there was a lot of, I think some of the quarter pipes were almost touching vert, which is the council way of doing skate parks when they used to do them back in the day where they just buy a flat pack metal skate park and fuck it into a bit of ground right next to grass where there was no run up to ramps and stuff it felt a bit like that but um i was like that to him fucking you should you should paint this it shouldn't be me like you should it's your park go and get paint and fucking paint it make it look the way you want it to look kind of thing and and that that and that's but well, i don't know if they'll do that i don't know if they'll do that but i, I was like this is fucking then i was thinking man this is what I, I should probably be doing this. Demos. Because that's part of skateboarding. I know I keep, I know, I know what I'm like, I keep fucking saying it, but I, I, it's part of skateboarding, the demo, where people turn up with a, like, a bunch of skaters turn up and do a demo in the park and then all the locals get to see it. It was like that thing I was at, and I don't know if I've even spoke about that, in Stranra, they opened the skate park and Chris Kyle was there. And then a lot of the lo the locals were there, and they were doing a demo on the on the on the park and the park. The place was heaver; you couldn't move for fucking people. Like I mean, it was absolutely jam packed. This thing, um, and and that's the that's what was happening was like a demo. And I'm like, maybe this is this is the way to go. But how would you go about doing demos like this? Like turning up with like three or four people and doing a painting demo in front of people? Would you need to bring other? Fo I don't know. It just got me thinking. And then I handed out loads of stickers. See the stickers that I get made? I just handed out loads of stickers. Next thing, my Instagram followers starts going up. And I was like, oh, for fuck's sake, this is this is how you do it. This is how this is one of the things that you should be doing. You should be painting in front of people and letting them see you. Because it's a big part of it. And I think with the way they were talking about talking, because as soon as I'd done my first, first line, one of the guys goes, could you paint that over there? And I was like, well, let me paint this. Like, I've literally just fucking turned up. <laughs> like, I've literally just appeared. Let me paint this and then we'll see what happens, man. Um, but they obviously didn't like the way the park looked. Do you know what I mean? They didn't like the way that their park looked, which is why I was saying, well, you should paint it. You should paint it and make it look the way you want it to look. And then it's yours. Because the thing is with skate parks is 
the generations come in and generations leave, and there's maybe only two or three people that stick with it, but they skated or they rode their bike or a fucking scooter or whatever for years, and then they stop doing it and they fall away and they get any other things. But the ge- generation that comes up then takes almost takes ownership of the park and it kind of switches hands and it creates this kind of if that's been there for 12 years then there, then there's been a, a a rotating group of people that have been coming in and out and using this park and i think that if they're painting it then it gives them the ownership back and it should be constantly changing and some of the stuff that was up was shit like i went over the swat sticker thing um for obvious reasons for obvious reasons and some of the stuff like it was it obviously been there a while but I was like, this is fucking... I was actually thinking about sending an invoice to Penrith Council or whoever that is and go, look, I'd, I'd done a youth, in, a, a, young, a youth intervention <laughs> in your skate park. This is how much you owe me. Do you know what I mean? But it was cool. That was cool. Right, so I think that's it. I think that's all I've really got to say about my holiday thing, to be fair. Like, that was it. I just knew, like, I'd, I'd spent a week away. I need to speak about it before I start speaking about other stuff again. Because there's other stuff going on in my head. There's other stuff going on in my head. I kind of smashed all the words together. Ah, oh, there was a bit where I was in the toilet, right? I was in the toilet in the Sea Life Centre and the, the auntie, the auntie came in and she asked me if I was shiting. Is what she said. She opened the door and she went, are you shiting in here? And I was like, no, I'm no. Right? And then I kind of caught myself, no, I'm no. That's just three fucking noises. <laughs> They're not words. No, I'm no. It would be, no, I'm not. No, I am not. But no, I'm no. It's fucking weird. And that's what kind of happened there, which made me think about that thing. Like, I kind of smushed all the words together. It fucking hell, right? There's other stuff going on in my head that I want to talk about, uh, but it won't be here. It'll be on the next one. So it will, because now the holiday thing's out of the way. So that's it, right? There you go. Merry Christmas, right? Fuck it. Thank you very much for your time, because it's the most important thing you've got, and I will catch you next time on Confessions of a Walrus Chaser. <laughs>